Good evening, everyone. My name is Doreen Head. I have a special guest uh, here in the studio. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. His name is Apostle uh, Charles Jefferson Sr. And I'd like to um, have him uh, give his uh, testimony as how he started in ministry. So without further ado, here is uh, Apostle Charles Jefferson, Sr. The Lord said to me, do the sandwich ministry more. So my hunger came from actually couldn't stand to see the homeless people suffer. And I'm sitting in uh, ministry, enjoying myself, enjoying the seas. So they're suffering and me having the hunger, God give me the hunger to do something about it. Was one of the greatest inspirations of doing the ministry. Wow, that's, that's awesome. Um, you know, I know <laughs> after a while when you had started, you know, then I came along yes. and we both, you know, started, you know, in the ministry um, and I would always come down to sing, but I would always watch you ministering, you know, to the homeless and how to do it. And that pretty much um, encouraged me to want to become, you know, uh, someone that, you know, uh, has the opportunity to minister to, you know, the homeless as well. You know, you're you're just like a mentor to me. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. A lot of your, your experience um, spilled off on me, too. Oh, God. You know? Oh, Jesus. Um, God has been you know, so good, you know, to uh, the ministry now, um, you know, I'm, I'm out there actually, yes. you know, um, we try to go every week, you know, me and the team, wow. um, and God has been blessing, and yes. he's been moving, um, and he's been, you know, changing lives out there. Yeah, yes, he has, yeah. yes, he has, yes, he has. So what are the, um, so what, what experiences, you know, because I know there's other things that you also going through, you know, yes. people want to know, you know, what it takes, you uh, know, to um, minister to not only the homeless, but to anybody out there in the streets. Can you, you know, tell us a little bit about that? I'd be glad to. Uh, first of all, she was a definitely faithful <laughs> woman on the green. She was definitely, 
the forerunner and helper of the ministry. One of the things that stayed in my mind was like, even though I had an apartment, I went down there like I was homeless. See, that's the key. That's the key. Like, if you know that you're going to be kicked out of your apartment or house, you're going to rush fast to get some resources. So you see, when the homeless people came down, even though I was not homeless, ladies and gentlemen, I went down there like I was because they were homeless. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know, one time we had this one young lady and she, uh, she had a child, child be like 13 years old. And even though I had an apartment, I had to go down to that green because that 13 year old girl, you know what I'm saying? And, um, and then another thing I want to say real quick, I want everybody to realize this is the example of the car and the bicycle rider. They both are travelers. They both have to respect the sign and respect the traffic, but they have different choices on the turns they gotta make. See, you know what I mean? The same thing. So with the homeless, even though the greatest sermon you can give them, which we did was, you gotta make the decision. That's good, gotta tell them that. But it's a different choice than they have, than what we have. Wow. And all that drove me down to get on down to the ministry. Wow, 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 wow. So you did say that you had an experience, you know, where you went and you acted like you were homeless. And uh, yeah. what, can you tell us about that? Oh. You know, when you... <laughs> Uh, I remember you and I, we were talking about that at one point, you know, how you went down uh, and you acted like you were homeless. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about, go into a little bit more detail and tell us about how that actually felt? Definitely. Now, the answer to the question, which I appreciate, I, I used to visit the men and women during the week. It wasn't just on Sunday. We had service on Sunday mornings, but I would visit them purposely to hear their stories. So I wanted to feel more of what they went through. So I actually purposely stayed overnight in Dunkin' Donuts when it was cold <laughs> to feel the anger of how it feels to be out in the cold. Wow. No, and, and I will say this, Dunkin' Donuts, I sort of got a little leeway there because Dunkin' Donuts was open, but I stayed outside to right. know the frustration. Even though I love the Lord, it was frustrating staying outside. Wow. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> And so it gave me, now I ain't saying that everybody got to do that, don't get me wrong. Right. But I had, I wanted to feel it because, like I say, they have different um, traumas than what we in the ministry have. So I right. wanted to feel that right. and that's right. one of the right. things I did. Yeah. Wow. Yes, it's bad. Wow. It's bad. It's bad. Because you, you did tell me that, you know, a lot of them, um, they have like stories to tell. Yes. And I, I... <laughs> As you know, as I began to minister to a lot of them, yes, they pretty much would tell me, you know, the uh, their stories, and I was like, wow, I was, you know, I would be yeah. listening to them, yeah, and hearing, you know, about what they've been going through, you know, yes. while they're, you know, out there homeless, yes, as we, um, you know, we're we're over at the tent city in New Haven, oh, wow. and. Wow, some of the stories that you know they yes. told us, it was just you know like heartbreaking. You yeah, know? very much. Like wow, you know how their um, families disowned them and yes. everything. I yes, was definitely. like, wow, that that's, whoo, that's 
That's something yes. else. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, how long of a, a, a span did it, you know, were you working with, you know, uh, the homeless? How long of a span was it? Oh, thanks for asking. Uh-huh. It started in 1987 all the way to 2002. No, 2000. Excuse me. Okay. That long span. It was beautiful. Wow. It was beautiful. And I would like to share one story that uh, was mind-blowing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so one of the greatest challenges of the sandwich ministry uh-huh. was something that gripped my heart, and I just want everybody to hear it so maybe you can be inspired by it. One of the problems that we had was, now look, you know like when we as people of God, which we deserve, right. we go home. Praise God at night. Thank right. you, Jesus. Right, right. Good. Right, right, I'm not right, right, to be right, sarcastic. Right, right, Very right, good. Right. But with at the time we had the ministry, there was a problem. Thank mm-hmm. you, Lord. Yes. Imagine it. We were getting people coming down on Sunday with bruises and bumps on their eyes. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Bruises and bumps and gashes. Yes. And what happened was when they were sleeping on the bench overnight, they were being beat up. Wow. Sleeping on the wow. bench. I want to. I want to drill that for a minute. Okay. You know, they would talk to me, and they were coming down with blisters and bumps because what happened was they were sleeping on the bench in the green. Yep. Thugs and people come by and rip them off. Wow. So you like, you know, like remember I told you about the wow. car wow. and the bicycle example. Yes, yes. Different, uh, different. Uh, that's different right. choices. Different. Right. Imagine you trying to sleep. Oh man. You yes. you sleeping on Sunday night. Yes. You're tired. And then somebody beating you up yes. while you sleep, right, right, raping right, right. you. Some women were getting raped. Wow. Oh my! While they were asleep. Wow. No, at the time. Now this is when I'm going down with a message. Right, I don't right, even know right. what they're going through. Right. So it's like, and it's like, but I hear the stories, and then right, the women right, right, right. can't get a place to stay unless they give up the give up. Wow. So you know those stories wow. are gripping. So that's why, I like, I always tell people, yes. it's great to go down there and say. To do and do not, but right, understand right, right. that God bless the Christian. We deserve to listen to Kirk and Yolanda yes, yes, and put yes. us to sleep with, with the great, uh, you know, whoever. Uh-huh. But they go, and then the thing is, and then I want to get back to her. Um, mm-hmm. Like the thing is this: you get beat up on Sunday night. Wow. Then you got to sleep Monday night, thinking, uh-huh. thinking yes. that you might get your eye taken out, and that's why I had to rush. To that ministry. Oh, hallelujah, man. God, Jesus, you know. Yeah, they, um, wow, they go through a lot. People don't realize how much they go through. Yes. You know, and um, they think that a lot of, because I know, I used to think, you know, seeing some of the the homeless people, you know, as they're on the corner and they're begging. Yeah, yeah. um, I used to think, Oh, they're not homeless because they would look good, right? Yeah, so, yeah. and not understanding that, you know, until I actually really started working with them, that they really are homeless. Yeah. There's a lot of them, but of course, you know, you do have your, um, you know, connivers, you know. Yeah, that, yes, <laughs> very much. That aren't, but you, and I realized that some of them do have jobs. Yeah. And they are homeless. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Very much. Very much. You know, they make. You know, some of them are making money, but just like you know, um, I know I was talking to a friend of mine. You know, we do. Um, they do have choices to make. You know, right. they can. They have. You know, a choice. Well, they can. You know, stay homeless. Yeah. 
you know, or, you know, they can, you know, go out and, you know, get there because a lot of people don't realize that they have opportunities to get vouchers now. Yeah. But the vouchers are like, you know, they have to wait six months. Yeah. In order to, you know, be able to get a voucher for an apartment. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's the problem. Yeah. See, see, that's the thing. Like. Of course, and I'm glad you mentioned that. There yeah. are the ones that are taking advantage of the system. Definitely. Yes. That's out there. Yes. But what happens is, getting back to the, getting back to the road to the, road to the answers given by resources. Mm -hmm. That's the road where they're stuck on. Because okay. in that road, like, like most people, you don't have a job. Right. But you're not homeless. Right. Your road is that managers are turning you down. Right. Manager don't want to hire you. I want to hire you today. Right. The homeless road to get a job is different than the non-homeless road to right. get a job, because right. in the homeless job, right. they don't, they don't. There's a lot of things like there's the environment that they go back and sleep in. See, if you don't get a job, you go back home. You got the gospel music playing. They go to the shelter and they're sleeping next to a rapist, right. a murderer. Right. So there's that trauma that's a little different than most people. Right. But it is sad that there are the bad ones attitude that block it for the good one. So it's the it's the ecosystem around the homeless right. that causes the slowdown. And it's not excuses. Right. It's triggers. And so that's what um, that's wow. what happens in that thing. That's what happens in that. Wow. It's wow, very wow, it's a lot wow. of avenues to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you know people don't understand you know that yeah there's a lot of them that are definitely homeless. You know they yeah. might look good. They might have a new pair of you know, sneakers or, you know, some new shirts or, you know, new pair of pants. And they don't realize that they are homeless. They yeah. really are homeless. Because, like I said, I didn't realize it until I really started working with them. Yeah. Because, you know. Because I, okay, I would, you know, I would see the tent, you know, because we go over to the tent city. And, um, you know, uh -huh. they would actually tell me their stories yeah you know like yeah you know I, I i just come from work you know but you know here i am i'm homeless i can't afford it yeah. you know something happened with my landlord and yeah. you know they they would just tell you know run it down to you yeah and yeah. you just don't realize it you know like i said until i started working with them i was like wow they are homeless yeah, yes. They are. Yes, yes, very much. Yeah. Very much. Yes, and they much. do, some of them do have, actually have jobs. Yeah, they do, they do, they do, they sure do. But then let's talk about the other side of it. Okay. Let's okay. talk about the other side. Yes, ma'am. Um, there are um, quite a few of them that are not well. Yeah. Some of them are sick. Yeah. Can you talk about that? Oh, definitely. So glad she's touching on all this. Um. I know one thing I could tell you for sure. Um, the sick, okay, I'll put it this way. I remember down to sandwich ministry. I remember down to sandwich ministry clear as day. Cause now, I got to go through this little explanation for you to get it. Because if I don't do that, then it's hard for you to get it. And it got to be a little sympathy in this, okay? A little sympathy in this, okay? I, you know me, I preach against sin. Yeah. But you got, you yeah. got, you got, this part I'm about to tell you real quick. You can't understand it unless you understand it sympathetically. Okay, now here it go. Now, believe it or not, the sickness is part of the reason why the innocent ones, not the freeloaders, the innocent homeless, not the freeloaders, not the ones that are taking advantage of the system, the innocent 
homeless people are not doing the right road because they're eating their food. They're, they're like when they can't go to the hospital because of insurance problems or they feel embarrassed, they don't adhere to medicine. They don't adhere to the doctors. And what I'm basically trying to say is this, though. Um, the sickness that homeless people get because of the environment, the infections, it's easier for them to get infections from a dirty environment like a, a, a under the base, under the bridge, you know what I mean? Or at an abandoned, an abandoned place. Now, I know that there's, there's not an excuse. I get that. I, I'm one that preaches no excuse, but, and I know it's not like I contradict myself by saying but, but listen, yes, the sickness prevails not just because of a regular pain, but the environment, the ecosystem that they're in, the, the, the dirty bridges, the, the sleeping in abandoned cars and buildings, and all the bacteria and viruses that do affect, and I know, don't get me wrong, I know some people, even if you don't mean any harm, you'll say, well, that's not an excuse. That's not an excuse. I get that. But all that takes play with the homeless people. And then, of course, because they can't afford good services like good medicine, prescription pills, they can't eat good foods like you and I, the sickness, I'm glad she mentioned that. Because sympathetically, if you look at it sympathetically, without just that alone, you'll see that the sickness is one of the biggest reasons for the addiction and the delay in their muscles and joints. It's the sickness on a holistic scale is definitely a big problem with the homeless population. I'll give you one example, and then I'll give it back to her. Um, you know, and you can look this up. There's a thing called typhus disease. And like when Minister Doreen was saying, she goes down to the tent, a tent city, uh, and the garbage cans where the and mosquitoes, especially in the summer, there's a thing called typhus fever. And when they're flying around the trash cans, that's what I say is the ecosystem sickness, the environment that the regular Christian don't understand. So if they're flying around on trash cans and they even a mosquito bites a homeless person in a tent, it can make them have slow learning, slow development. And then when you come down to preach the gospel, it's not that they're not into it. They don't know that they got typhus disease. Wow. It is a problem. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. So, and you said the typhus disease comes from the mosquitoes. Yeah. It comes when you have trash cans. Like, you go to any tent city, there's a trash can. Mm -hmm. Especially when summertime comes, and there's flies and mosquitoes and fleas. So, because of the waste in the garbage bag, and you can look it up. Look up typhus disease. It comes from the... Wasted food with bugs fly and fly into the tent, and if it bites the homeless person or whoever's down there, it can mess. Even if you're not, if it bites you, it can mess up your learning. So when you go down to preach, wow, they can't wow, get wow, into wow, it. So it's wow, a lot of factors. Wow, wow. Mm -hmm. So is, is that um, is that infectious? You know, like as they, you know, um, to anybody else that goes down there, uh, can you explain that? Oh, definitely. Glad to. Typhus disease is very infectious, and basically because, like, if there's a homeless person who comes to the tent, and they can't go to the doctors five years ago, and that underlying disease of other things, like a cold or a flu, and the typhus, if a bug bites a homeless person, mm -hmm. the underlying disease that they have 
along with the typhus, which come from the trash cans and bugs, could cause mental retardation, slow learning. So when you go down to preach, it's just that they can't get into it because there's other debilitating diseases wow. that they go through because they're ecosystem. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. There's so many things that people don't realize, you know, right. um, as to what's, you know, really happening out there. Yes. You know, and it's a need for us to go, you know, just like the Word of God says, you know, go and preach the gospel, but also, you know, physically, you yeah. know, they do need help. You need know? help. And need help. You know, it's not just enough to preach the gospel. We need to feed them. Yeah. You know, and as well, you know, help them, you know, get care. Yes, ma'am. You know, yes, even ma'am. though, we, you know, we know that they also have social workers um, that they deal with. But, you know, um, they need to be more educated as to, you know, what's happening. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's something. Like, just imagine. If I... Let's look at it like this. I'll be honest. I'll be honest, and I'll take the I'll take the criticism. You love the Lord. You love Him deep. You love the Bible. You love the Bible. You love the Bible. But you're gonna read the Book of Jeremiah when you got a nagging toothache. No, you're not. You know what I'm saying? You're not. You're not gonna do it. I mean, you got that toothache is killing you. And I would be wrong and use of the devil. I say, well, I know you got a toothache, but obey. We got to think of that way. The Bible says the words are two-edged sword. That's not in chastising you only. I know, I think a human frailty is we all have it. We don't mind Jesus uh, understanding our taking too slow. But we want others to finish fast. So um, it's not an excuse. It's a trigger. And so when they um, go through their pain, and now as far as social workers, there's some great ones. Don't get me wrong. There's some great ones. But let me ask you something before I get back to her. Right. Someone said they're going to help you. They got the resources. They got the stats. They, but then they're like, all right, here it is. Uh, you know, come on, go to this place. You're supposed to go to it. And you're supposed to go to it. You're going to resist. You know yes, what I'm saying? Yes, you yes. have to understand that yes. with them. So people think, well, the... The, uh, the, the, the normal way to think is, oh, we read in the New Haven Register that there's 2,900 agencies, but what are the agencies doing? And homeless people can tell if you're going just for grants oh, or you're going just on. because you want to see them get come better. On, and just on. like any of us, if someone's giving you money to pay your rent, yep. you know how to suffer. Yes, yes, they're a Christian, yes, yes, but they're yes, buggy. Yes. They're giving you rent, yes. but they get up and, now come on, be honest. They get up in church. I help Charlie with six hundred dollars every month. I'm not. I'd rather suffer. I'm going to take right. the six hundred next month. Right, right. The homeless people deserve that right, right too. Right, right. They deserve that right too. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, uh, I know. Uh, this past week we went there, uh, and they were. Uh, well, actually, yesterday they were telling us about how much of an attitude they do have when they come down to so-called yep. see about them. Yeah. And, um, you know, they didn't like that too much. I said, yeah. I said, well, you know, you know, I was saying in my mind, I said, I know you guys need to help, but, you know, they don't have to, you know, be like that. Right, towards right. Towards them, you know, they're actually human beings. Yeah. And I did say to uh, one of the guys, you know, hey, you know, they should treat you guys like human beings because you are. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people treat them like they're not. Yeah. And that's sad. It's sad. That is sad. That mm-hmm. is sad. Yes, man. Wow. Totally wow. Sad. Wow. Totally well, sad. we're going to wrap this up, guys. 
Um, you just heard it from, you know, Apostle Jefferson and myself, Doreen Head. Hey, that's what it is. That's what it is, yeah. all about. Christ said to love one another as I love the church. 